0: And welcome to Kobe Magazine Podcast. I'm your host, Regina Washington. And today's guest is Stevie Edwards, renowned fashion designer to the stars. He was recently featured in Vogue, GQ, Harper's Bazaar, and has had his work displayed in Fashion Week. He is the new it guy of fashion. Hello, Stevie. How are you today?
1: Oh, I'm great. Good morning. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Wow. Wow. I'm just so honored to have yeah. you here with us, Kobe Magazine podcast, and also just elated on our I'm getting ready to do an article to have you featured in our magazine as well. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Thank We're just, of course, of course. Um, I just wanted to ask what was your experience like growing up on the south side of Chicago?
1: Well, my experience, um, I, I mean, I was just a normal kid where initially I actually wanted to be a baseball player. That was mm-hmm. what I wanted to be when I was growing up. I'm from a family of 10 mm-hmm. and uh, I'm the baby of the family. Mm-hmm. So I had a good upbringing. Fashion came about when I was 14. I took a home economic class, and I made it ashiki. And then wow. since then I just got loving fashion. And then I also idolized Diana Ross and I used to watch Soul Train and to see Jody Watley and I was a big fan of Grace Jones. So
0: So you, you know
1: the icons right there.
0: You just asked my question I was gonna ask you next. I was gonna say how and when were you illuminated by the world of fashion and design?
1: Well, it was when I was in college. Um I did the annual school fashion show and Eunice Johnson. The fashion icon, Yuni Johnson.
0: Oh, I knew who She know purchased exactly a couple of my is. gowns,
1: yeah, for Ebony Fashion Fair, and that led to a feature in Ebony magazine mm-hmm. and also an appearance on the Oprah Winfrey Show mm-hmm. for the recognition of my gown. So that kind of, I say she discovered me. Is what kind of jump started my fashion career.
0: My my aunt, both of my aunts worked for. Uh, John Johnson for many years and he was, she was best friends with John Johnson and he has opened uh, many doors for so many people in publishing as myself. Yeah. And opened many doors for a lot of our African-American designers as Eunice Johnson as well. And and they also broke Mm -hmm. ground that no one really recognized into the fashion of makeup artistry.
1: Yes. Yes, they did. And to be up there, and I was just a kid in college to be up with my gowns up on the stage with Emmanuel Angaro, East St. Laurent, Afili mm-hmm. Lorenta. I didn't really know what that meant yes. at that time because I was just a kid. I didn't, wasn't really paying attention to all that, but to did have my gown up there with the iconic designers that was major mm-hmm. at such a young age.
0: I know you went to Dunbar High School Tell us a little bit about your decision when you decided to go and then your experience with Dunbar High School.
1: Dunbar was the, um, I mean, it's too bad we don't have that in schools right now. Um, You know, I had tailoring in high school, tailoring one and tailoring two. Mm. And that was the best training that I've ever had in high school. Yeah, the best training. I mean, I went to college and everything for fashion design, Mm -hmm. but the best training within high school If they bring back all the, you know, all that back into the high school. Maybe it'll help with some of the crime that's going on.
0: I think that we need to open more doors on different careers for our communities as well. And maybe we can get you to come in and say, hey, you know, do a, like a featured day back at your alma mater. And
1: I would love that. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I didn't know my plate is so full, but I would Ugh. love to teach fashion
0: hey we're gonna sit down and we're gonna talk about this we're gonna try our best to see what we could do to introduce that chorus back again i know you spoke a little bit about eunice johnson but how did it come Mm -hmm. to be that you were recognized by her uh the creator of uh ebony fashion fair and a co-publisher of jet and ebony magazine what was that like
1: uh it was it was it was phenomenal um when my teacher told me after the fashion show, my teacher said, Eunice Johnson wants to purchase two of your gowns that were in the show. And I'm like, what? You know, the iconic Eunice Johnson of Ebony and Jet and Fashion Fair. Mm-hmm. And so I was a nervous wreck. I didn't know. I'm like, I was just going to give them, give her the gowns. But my teacher was like, no, she wants to purchase them. So, you know, me and my teacher sat down. She was like, well, you don't want to overprice it and but you want to be reasonable. And and we did that. And and when I had to go and take her the gown, I, I literally went to her penthouse on lecture Drive to her home. Mm-hmm. And that was iconic too. <laughs> so when I went upstairs, the butler opened the door and told me to come in and have a seat. And she came out with a model and the mm-hmm. model tried on the gown. And she was like, yes, uh, we want those. And I want more stuff from you. And you're so talented. And, you know, she said other things also, and so after that, she said, well, you pick your checkup through my daughter, go to the office. And so I never met Linda Johnson, which is her daughter. Yes, it is. So the next Linda day Rice I went up Johnson. to the Johnson Publishing Company mm-hmm. and I met with Linda, who I still, I'm still friends with Linda right now. Yes. Um, and that was like, wow, I was just, I was in awe. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it was an experience. I'm glad I had, you know, I took a part of that. It it really helped shape my career.
0: Wow! Give us a little bit of your experience in college where you went to for fashion.
1: Well, in, in college, I really got the majority of my training in high school as far as the craftsmanship, as far as tailoring, pattern making. Um, college, they kind of taught me the business side of it, mm-hmm. and even though I had tailoring and sewing there too, but. It wasn't as good as high school, unfortunately. Wow! Um, but yeah, it it just wasn't. It was more technical, you know. So I still say high school was the best.
0: We're gonna for do. Me we're gonna do something about experience. that. We're gonna make sure we get this back into to high school. I mean, it's really needed. We're gonna go to yeah, a break. They need
1: to trade.
0: Yes, you're right. They do. They definitely do. We're gonna go to a break right quick. And we'll be right back or right after this. How would you like to have an amazing ad on our website, podcast, magazine, or e-magazine? For more details, contact Code B Magazine by email, info at codeblackmag.com. And we're back. Thank you so much for tuning in again to Kobe Magazine Podcast. Stevie, it seems like in the purest sense, your journey has been about you following your passion and being dedicated to creating your craft, which created a snowball effect of opportunities and recognition. When did you feel most starstruck by your own accomplishments?
1: Hmm, That's interesting. When did I feel starstruck about my own accomplishment?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm, I would say when I got the personal phone call from Diana Ross.
0: Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I someone
1: that I didn't even imagine talking to, let alone, you know, making her some dresses. But yes. that kind of did it for me. Wow. Oh she was amused that I looked up to. And yeah, that was a moment.
0: I can imagine. Wow! So yeah. you pay homage to black designers such as Willie Smith, Patrick Kelly, and Stephen Burroughs. Who in this world would you love to have dinner with, dead or alive? And who would be your dream collab?
1: Oh my God! My okay, let's do my dream collab first. Patrick Kelly. Um, I would love to collab with him. Mm-hmm. He was my idol as far as a designer growing up. And I said, I wanted to be just like him, but you know, when you're young, you say that, but you want your own identity. He was just a big inspiration in my designing career. And he still is today. Mm -hmm. I try to pay homage to him Mm -hmm. when I design a collection or, you know, he was known for the button dresses Mm -hmm. and uh, he was a black designer from Mississippi who went to Paris. Yes. And unfortunately, Uh, his life uh, ended quickly because of AIDS. Mm -hmm. So I tried to do something with a little Patrick Kelly flair in it uh, whenever I design a collection. So that's someone I would love to do a collab with and who I would love to have dinner with would be, I'm going to jump out of the fashion field on this one and say Oprah.
0: Wow. That would be phenomenal. Yes. I can imagine Mm -hmm. that whole convo. I would say Oprah yeah yes yes where do you find inspiration these days you know what um i am so blessed to have
1: experienced the fashion from the 70s the 80s the 90s the 2000s opposed to some of the young designers Uh, like i i spoke with younger designers and they're good they're talented but some of them don't even know the history of the fashion.
0: That's what I was going to ask. You.
1: When I reference, I know when I reference who my idols are. You know, as far as fashion industry, mm-hmm. I'm naming black designers. I mean, I'm not going to name Yves Saint Laurent. I'm not going to name Oscar de la Renta, or mm-hmm. because they were not my inspiration. Mm-hmm. So, I get inspired from knowing the history of fashion. Like I go back into the 80s with, to see what Willie Smith was doing back in the 80s mm-hmm. when he took over the industry or Patrick Kelly or, um, you know, I even go back to FUBU because those black designers in the 90s, they still had a big impact on the culture. Mm-hmm. So I, I take all of that with what's going on today and, you know, come up with an outstanding design or a collection.
0: How do you feel about yeah. certain fashion trends in this year? Um, I want
1: some of them to go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you wanna go
0: like what? Like
1: what? I would say urban with the, the pan sagging, that's a whole nother conversation.
0: Yeah.
1: I think it I don't think it's a fashion trend, I just think it's stupid.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: um <laughs> Yeah, that's not even fashion. I don't even know what that is. I don't
0: either.
1: But, um, no, I I mean, I like everything. Nothing's in or out. I mean, you can wear your skinny jeans. You can wear your full-cut jeans. It it depends on individuality. It depends on your style, what works for you. Yes. And that's what you would put together, you know, for your style. That's what I think. Because if if you're short and, you know, you you don't really wear full-cut slacks, but if you're a tall woman... You will want the bell bottoms and a full cut slacks and the high waistband and all that. But, you know, so it all depends on your personality to come up with a uh, image for yourself, See, I think.
0: That's why we need you to set up something. We need to, we're going to do this. We're going to talk about yeah. this together and we're going to put sure. something together for for these students. I mean, what better else for, that we would have someone like you to teach them, to yeah, show them what don't it have is? The
1: they the do They need to the trade back in the school.
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, any upcoming projects that you can tell us about? Well, I'm working, I'm actually in LA now and I'm shooting
1: for two big fashion magazines for the September fall issue. And I'm shooting Lisa Ray again, who's my muse. She's my muse Chicago. for my campaign. Yep. Yeah, Chicago homegirl, my friend of 30 years. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love her. Uh, she's still the same person. Mm-hmm. Um so, the live shows are back. I'm doing New York Fashion Week, and I'm also getting prepared for London in February of 2022. Okay. I've never been to London, so I'll be doing Fashion Week in London. What? Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm, work- I'm working on that also. London, they're letting us, you know, London, they're letting us back in. So, yes. yeah, that would be great.
0: Yeah, I love London Um, when I got a chance to go.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, I'm excited. Have yeah. to go to London.
0: Yes. So we're going to go to break right quick and uh, we'll be right back again with fashion designer Stevie Edwards right after this. Code Black Magazine, the lens of Chicago's authentic representation of art and lifestyle. Check out our website at codeblackmag.com. Com. Be sure to see our latest weekly articles, our unique fashion in our online store, and our latest print and e-magazine, as well as our podcast. So be sure again to check us out at CodeBlackMag.com. Stevie Edwards, fashion designer, is with us, Code B Magazine podcast. We're so excited to have him with us today. What advice, Stevie, would you give someone trying to enter or gain recognition in the fashion industry?
1: Well, I would just say um, stick to your craft and work hard and don't let people get in your ear because no one knows your journey. I mean, you know your journey. Some, right. some people might not have the same idea as you and they may be like, well, no, that's not right. I don't think that'll work. Well, they don't have your vision. So stick to your own vision and just show people, you know, you don't have to tell people what you're doing. Just stick to your craft and, and your vision is your vision.
0: Amen. That's the truth. I'm so glad that you came here to be with us today, to take out of your busy schedule to be with Kobe Magazine podcast. And I just want everybody to tune in to us as we will have so many different people giving some advice and spreading the word on so many things that we're doing here throughout, not just Chicago, Atlanta, London, New York, California, everywhere. So thank you so much again for coming in. And we want to hear more once you go to London. Uh, You got to come back and tell (laughs) us about that. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It
1: was my pleasure. Thank Thank you so much. You're
0: welcome. Take care. Bye, everybody.